Yo, this is State Line J. Yo, it's your man Sorrell Bell. Yo, yo, it's your boy Kane. And you're listening to Hot 16, the number one hip-hop podcast in the world. Man, welcome back to Hot 16. State Line J is in the building with Kane and Sorrell. What's, What's good, up? Cracking. Man, Another we in week, here. Week number 10, man. We here every week, so we thank y'all for being here every week with us, rocking with us. Um, as we always say, y'all can follow us online at Hot 16 Podcast. That's on Instagram and Twitter. Um, shout out to everybody that's already left us reviews, man. We're up to almost 30 reviews on on, pod, on the uh, we iTunes up podcast there. out. We, we we're up growing there. a little bit, so shout out to you guys. Yeah, we was on uh, the News and Networthy. Yeah, so we were on the front page of New and Noteworthy, so we you know we appreciate y'all for liking and reviewing the show. That's that's all because of y'all. It ain't us. Y'all liking the show, reviewing the show, that's helping us out. We, we truly appreciate it. Um, as always, you can find us on not only on iTunes, but SoundCloud, Stitcher Radio for all our Android friends, or if you just prefer SoundCloud, you can follow us on there. Um, and we are also on the iTunes store to search Hot 16 Podcast on all three. Any questions that you have for the show, you can email us, hot16show at gmail.com. Uh, we appreciate y'all for, for all the emails we've gotten. I know last week we didn't do a listener question. <clears throat> we're not going to do one again this week just because I want to pile them up and then we'll just go through all of them one week. And plus, we got so much to talk about, man. So much to talk about. We got a great interview coming up for y'all, too. We'll, we'll get back into that later. Um, but Lollapalooza... I've already told you guys, Lollapalooza is coming up July 28th through the 31st in Chi Town, uh, summertime Chi. And your boys at High 16 want to go. We definitely want to go. Definitely. Y'all need to help us. And you Top guys plan. want us to go. Y'all want us to. Like, y'all, you know y'all may you not know it, but you want us to go because we're gonna have some dope content for y'all if we get out there. So because y'all want us to go, we launched a GoFundMe. Um, you can find our GoFundMe on GoFundMe.com. We will have a link in the show notes for you to click and support our trip to Lollapalooza. It's important to us because it's the 25th anniversary, um, and hip-hop is represented at Lollapalooza more, more than it's ever been um, from the past years. So we want to go out there at, you know, for you guys and check out the shows, uh, come back with some concert reviews, um, some dope content on our Snapchat. You can view everything that's happening out there in Chicago. If you can't make it, you can at least see us out there, and we'll come back with some good content for you guys. Um, so, yeah, you can see that in the show notes. Please, please, please help us get to Lollapalooza. Um, I, know, I know we've alluded to it before, uh, but we all do a lot of special things out there. Um, me, personally, they call me State Line J. I know a lot of y'all like why they call you State Line J. Well, you guys ask great questions. Um, State Line Clothing is, is this brand that is online. You can find it at welcometostateline.com. Get you all, you all your dope shirts. It talks, it's all clothing based on where you're from. You can represent where you're from. Right now, it's all California-based clothing. And um, please shop State Line Clothing. There's even a special promo code for you listeners. Uh-oh. Uh, if you use Hot 16 at checkout, you might all get right. a little discount. A little right. bit? It, it might be 16%. <clears throat> okay. I don't know. Just try it out. Visit uh, welcometostateline.com. And, uh, and yeah, shop State Line Clothing. I know these fellas got some stuff, too. What you got? Okay, right. go ahead, knock it out. Yeah, they don't All know. Right. They get kids. I got to talk about what's going on. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I got to uh, index you. I just, my clothing line, my lifestyle brand, I just launched, man. We're going to be doing some major things. We are the culture. Index you is the culture. We represent everything that embodies the greatness of the culture, man. It's going to be some wonderful things that you're going to see come from it. We're really going to change how, how things are going. I didn't like the way I saw how fashion was being portrayed. I didn't like the way I saw these kids dressing. 
I like the way I seen people's uh, kind of an outdated word, but I, didn't, I like the swag that's going on. Mm, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, Men were carrying up. themselves a little bit. They're carrying themselves a little sloppy out here. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Now, women ain't looking at men the way they used to look at men. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, I'm like, right. we're going to change that. You know what I'm saying? Um, we're going to get back to just the all around just being fly and being cool. You know what I'm saying? But still not taking away from your creativeness. You know what I'm saying? Right. I want to embody greatness. I want to embody positivity with what we do. And it's more than just clothing. Clothing is just the first thing because that's the easiest thing to get into. Yeah, yeah. But you're going to see product development. You're going to see licensing deals. You're going to see so many great things from Index. So it's a progressive lifestyle brand. So everyone, all the, you know, the people that are going to really follow the brand, I hope they grow with us. Because it is a brand that's going to continue to grow, and, and I just can't wait for you guys to to see my ten year plan unfold with it. Because it, it's going to be culture changing, culture shocking. Things are going to happen from it. Um, I'm an artist as well, so uh, I got a lot of great music. Possibly yeah, something yeah, by the end of the week. That. Wait for that. Possibly wait something by the end that. of the week. And all three of us here, we got something that we've been talking about collabing on. So yeah. Great just things know. happen. Just know. Just <laughs> yes, know. Just know. Major announcement. There's gonna be. There's gonna be an overhaul. It's gonna be a takeover, real, real soon. All summer six. Y'all gonna see something that <laughs> really, really, really gets cracking out here. We're gonna do that. So, hey, just yeah, keep, yeah. Keep it on lock. And Sorrell, you got camp, right? Yeah, I got camp, man. Yeah, uh, yeah. Camp is a pop up art and music event that me and some good people we came together and created, and we're helping making it happen. And um, it's gonna happen out in D.C. later this year, uh, around August. Yes. And just get a bunch of creators from all over the United States and hopefully the you know the country to come out and you know really get to you know sit down with one another and see what each other is about. It's, you know, it's deeper than social media. It's like let's get all these people together in one place and you know let's showcase the talent. And let's exactly. bring these people together. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. So those are the three things we all working on. We will have links in the show notes for y'all to check out. Um, it's all about progressing the culture, right? It's all about moving this 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 culture forward. And uh, this week, man, we're gonna get into the show. This week we had some people push. Th- the culture forward a little bit. Uh, that man, Bomani Jones, pushed the culture forward a little bit right. this week. Um, for those that don't know who Bomani Jones is, and if you haven't seen any of the memes or the pictures or anything, all the retweets, everything, Bomani Jones is a well, pretty well known ESPN anchor. Um, yeah. He's known most notably for highly, he works on Highly Questionable yeah. with Dan Lebetard and Dan Lebetard's dad. Um, he also has his own podcast. I think it's called The Right Time. I listen to it. Uh, it's pretty good, but Monty Jones is really informative and really, really dope individual. Uh, but this week, man, he was on Mike and Mike in the Morning, which is a nationally syndicated big show. Probably the biggest, probably the biggest radio show on ESPN, right? Yeah. That's probably yeah, the biggest definitely. one. Definitely. Um, on the West Coast, you know, we got to get up at three in the morning to hear the shit. But uh, <laughs> most people are usually, you know, driving to work when they hear it. So it's the morning show. Um, I know they're like pretty high up on the iTunes chart, too. So like. Mike and yeah. Mike, Mike and Mike in the morning has been around for a while. Yeah. Um, and I got insomnia, so I'll be up sometime listening to that shit. <laughs> so um he was on this show that's also televised. Um, and he was rocking uh this shirt that was mocking the Cleveland Indians logo, right? And for those that don't know, like the Cleveland Indians logo um has been under wrath a little bit from the public eye, right? Like that, the whole Washington Redskins, um, a lot of people have found these things to be offensive and they feel like, you know, this culture has moved forward so far. Like, why are we still supporting these logos yeah. and these team names, right? And so he wore a shirt, instead of where it would say Cleveland, right? He wore a shirt that said Caucasians on it. Mm. Um, <clears throat> and instead of a feather in, the, in their head, like they have on the Cleveland logo, he had a dollar sign. They had a dollar sign in it. It was a blonde I'm trying dude. trying to tell y'all something. Yeah, so now... I don't know about y'all, but when I saw this, 
I was like, yo, but Monty Jones is the realest nigga alive. <laughs> like that was that was my initial feelings. That was my ignorant feelings that came yeah. out when I when I first seen that. <laughs> what did y'all think when y'all seen these pictures, seen these videos? I mean, I don't. I don't really pay too much attention to Bomani Jones. I, he kind of rubbed me the wrong way with the whole Russell uh, Wilson and Sierra situation. Like yeah, how they yeah. were being celibate. Yeah, he, he, he do say whatever you want. He was going at my man because he was going at my man Russell Wilson with a bunch of ignorant facts. Like he yeah. really wasn't yeah. speaking in facts. So I really stopped listening to him. But I did admire the fact that he was trying to take a stand with this one. I would love for it to have been on primetime ESPN. That would have been a huge statement. Yeah, um, he probably would have lost his job for sure if he hadn't he can't been lose suspended. His job. If he hadn't been suspended, what they gonna already. do? That's I mean, Stephen A. Smith got suspended for saying, you know, the yeah. situation he, about women, how they shouldn't uh, well, yeah, provoke yeah. men. And, he, and it, was a, it was a truthful statement. Right. I think it was the timing was off because yeah. of how big the audience is. But I do admire, you know, him doing it. You know, it, we need more people in those positions to take stands like this to really make change happen. Because if we don't, you know, real change is going to happen if the right. people in the public eye don't start making a stance. Right, right. Yeah, I totally stand with him because I think, you know, with ESPN and and some of the black anchors on there or some of the, um you know, journalists on there, they get, it's like they say one wrong thing or do yeah, one thing that, that rub, it's like Quit. they get suspended or <laughs> fired or they get, you know, um uh you know, to a different department or something like, like that. Like my but, man that, um, like after Robert, Giff- Robert Griffin Jr., uh, first and second year, he was like the talk in the barbershop is people are questioning his blackness. Yes. And he got fired over that. Yeah, but you know, I kind of, that's a little different to me. Because, like, with this, it's like, they ESPN can't do nothing. Like, if he's wearing a shirt that's mocking a team name, right? And basically, his, his quote was amazing, where he said, basically, if y'all got a problem with this, but you don't have a problem with the Cleveland Indians logo, or you don't have a problem with the Washington Redskins logo, or with the team name, then y'all need some introspection. Yeah. Like, so to me, he's kind of protected, like... If ESPN were to fire him or something, like, they would look terrible. The only ground they would have is, like, this isn't a platform for your political views. Yeah. We're here about sports. And, mm-hmm. and that's what, you know, okay, Stephen A. Okay, I can a see was, that, yeah. That's, you know, Stephen A., um, what's my man that does all the the, ES, the basketball stuff? Light-skinned dude. Mike Wilbon? Nah. Dylan Rose? Nah. There's so many, man. Can't remember. It's, <laughs> man, yeah, it's I, a lot of them. I'm just going to be here all day name of I watch way too much ESPN. But it was a Jonathan Coach. Another, another black <laughs> journalist, though. Um, he says some things, I think, regarding to his religion about Christianity. Yeah. And he, I think him and Bomani Jones yeah. went in, and he was saying some stuff on TV, and he got suspended for that over his religious views, and he was just trying yeah. to take a stance for what he believed in. So right. these big corporations, funny how they pick and choose True. what they want to reprimand somebody else. Mm-hmm. And yeah. and speaking of the Caucasian, uh, you know, on his shirt, that's what I want to get back to. Like, some of the white anchors and journalists on there, they allowed Support to them. say whatever they oh, want to yeah. say. They say some <laughs> outrageous stuff. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm not going to say that ESPN is, is like, racist because they not. Because they, they suspend everybody. Like, I listen to Max and Marcellus a lot, and they suspend Max, uh, Max Kellerman for some shit that I thought was some bullshit. They sus- like, they're a big corporation, so they got to protect themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if they suspend them, but I feel like they can't suspend them. No. And like, now I think that it makes so much, you know, national news, and he's – He's been doing this for a while. If something, if he gets suspended or fired, he has a job lined up. Oh yeah, yeah. he's gonna no get doubt. his own show. I mean, he's talented as fuck, and like his his podcast is dope. Like I, I really enjoy this. Um, it's called The Right Time, yeah. and it's different because he's not just talking sports. So he'll talk like politics. Yeah. He'll talk hip hop. He'll talk pretty pretty much everything. Yeah. So like, 
But Monty Jones, I've always respect. I've always liked him. I, I mean, sometimes he'd be hating on Kobe, and this is Kobe's week. We gonna, I'm gonna talk about Kobe later. But um, like other than that, I love Monty Jones. You know what I mean? So, and so it was it was I Chris Broussard. That's what it was. Okay, Chris Broussard. It was when um, I don't really like Chris Broussard, the basketball anyway. player came out and did the first <laughs> openly gay basketball player, and they asked him his opinion. Oh, and he just yeah, gave him yeah, his opinion as to why he, it's not something that he really agrees with and he really is for. I do remember you know, that. When the homo, you know, that's when the gay rights movement was really, really high. Yeah. And he just gave his opinion and, you know, he got knocked for that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you got to kind of watch yourself when you work for a big corporation like that. I mean, at the end of the day, we see it as ESPN, but that's Disney. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, Disney right. owns it. So, like, you really got to be careful about what yeah. you say and do because that's the Disney brand, ultimately. Um, but I respect Bomani for this. Um, I appreciate his stance and like coming out and saying something and doing that. And I wonder if it'll make like teams kind of think twice. I know like the Redskins owner, he ain't, he's already said he ain't doing shit. He ain't changing the team name, whatever. But I know the Indians have kind of like, they've removed their, their mascot logo. Yeah. It used to be in the main logo. Now it's just on the sleeve, but like people are still trying to get them to like, why don't you just get rid of the logo altogether? Well, like well, pay people, somebody to create a new logo. People don't realize this. I understand you want to change. We have to change everything. Yeah. And that's expensive. It's not just I'm yeah. gonna change the name. We just go you gotta change jerseys, all these all these this product Seats. that you have in these yeah, stores, you gotta get rid of all they that. make that money back. Nah, they will but, make it back. Okay, but that's just like <laughs> but that's just like you with state line. Yeah. Having say you got a hundred thousand dollars worth of inventory and okay. someone don't like something about state line. Say someone finds it offensive. Yeah. And you go you try to change it. Now you got a hundred thousand dollars worth of inventory. Well, I'm broke. So no, I'm just saying, <laughs> so, so, <laughs> but that's hypothetically, that that's gonna kill. But, but still, that hurt. You like, damn man, like I got a hundred thousand dollars for inventory just sitting here. Yeah. Now, man, that's a hundred thousand. These guys have tens of billions. Billion, billions. These owners are, are billionaires, man. But it's not the owners. It's not they must say. It's it's a lot that goes. Well, yeah, into it's the it, franchise, it's but a the lot, owner ultimately it, like has it, the power. But it's still a business though. So that yeah. means that owner, because I'm a billionaire, don't mean I want to take off five hundred million dollars worth of product yeah. off the shelf. Now, if we sell through it. Then we could figure out a way. So it's not an easy process to change. No, I'm that sure name. it's not. I'm sure it's not. I'm sure it's and, expensive. And I understand, but listen, I don't that. care. They got the money. You can nah, do it. From a business standpoint, when it comes down to doing money. what's right, it shouldn't be no dollar amount. But he man. might want to do what's right, but he can't come out to the public and explain this. They don't get it. They don't like yeah. oh, just change the name. I'm like no, it's a. <laughs> it bigger, ain't that simple. Yeah, I know it's not process that Process than doing it. This we have to change everything. Yeah. And even if today they say they're going to change the name. It probably wouldn't go into effect for a few years. Oh, well, of course not. And plus, that merchandise, they still got to sell it. They got to sell that stuff. Yeah. Or they're they going to take that loss. No, they don't want to take that loss. It's, right. At the end of the day, it's still business. Yeah. Now, if an owner comes out and says, no, we're not changing it just because we don't want to change it, that's different. But right. it's like, yo, Dan let, it, let, it, let us think about it. Let us, like, we really, it's a process to doing it. It's a lot that goes into changing the name, yeah. especially something that's been in effect for 50 years. Yeah. Like, yo, it's this is a process. Like, we yeah, want to yeah, do yeah. it, but just bear with the okay, it ain't an overnight thing, you know? Yeah. I, I the 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 tweets that came out after were the funniest thing. Like, just y'all just gotta like Google at Bomani Jones, just read some of the tweets that a lot of people were sending back to him in the shade that he was throwing back. He was having good fun with it. Like he was he's a hella sarcastic dude, so like you're not gonna win that Twitter battle with him anyway. Right. Uh, especially since he got all them followers, but I just thought it was an interesting story. Like, I appreciate him for pushing the, the culture forward a little bit and trying to, like, open people's eyes. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I It was a great moment for me. I couldn't believe it. I thought it was, like, a joke. Well, he, I was like, is this for He really did this on national television. Like, that's dope. That's a big stand. That's a, that's a big move for him, from somebody like him. It was good. Somebody, you know, putting the mirror up in front of the powers that be and saying, hey, look, if y'all can do it, we can expose y'all for doing right. it. Now, it was funny. I remember I was reading something afterwards that said that he – 
uh, they kind of like told him to zip up his hoodie a little bit because they didn't want it to be they, they didn't want to take away from the show. So I kind of understood that. So like uh, later in the show, I guess he zipped it up a little bit, but you can still see see the logo. Oh yeah, so he, he knew what he was doing. Yeah, he knew what he was doing. So shout out, and I, I heard like them shirts sold out. Like oh yeah, they said stocks went up. God, like damn. the guy Kirby who created it. Yeah. Now the real Stocks stance plummeted. would have been he'd be like, "No, I'm not zipping up my shirt." And they would have said, "Leave." He could have went on Twitter like, "Yo, they made me leave because I didn't want to yeah. zip up my shirt." That would have been the stand. <laughs> now you really want to be That's a true. revolutionary. You, That's true. You, you don't. You, you dropped you, a good you, word there. Yeah, he had to go home to his wife though. <laughs> his wife would have been like, "You just got fired." Well, I'll, but I'll if your woman got that life too, though. Oh yeah. No, he don't because when he was talking about the Russell Wilson thing, he was just talking about he. Yeah, he's not married. He out there doing whatever he wants. He was really a revolutionary. That check though, he still want to get that check. He wants to make a make a statement and get that check. That can't you can't you can't have both. But now this is gonna provide him to go to other outlets and uh and speak out. Yeah, can have both. Nah, he can have both. He'll be at the the BT Awards. But Money Jones, you my nigga. I'm gonna keep listening to your podcast, brother. He cool. <laughs> you can't have both. You're going to be a revolutionary. You need to, hey, I'm going to sacrifice this check. Muhammad Ali was. Muhammad Ali went to jail for five years. Yeah. All right. See, see, now see? I can't hey. get all deep on this. I now. said, we go. We gotta talk about, I'll set the bar. We got to talk <laughs> about Cassius Clay, a.k.a. Muhammad Ali. Muhammad Ali. Clay. I ain't fighting this white man's <laughs> war. I go to jail. My man went to jail for it. Yeah. yeah. All right. And he, he had real. a family. He was real. You know who else was real? NWA was real. The realest. Real. I, you know, you said a good word. You said revolutionary. NWA was revolutionary. The, the greatest. The, I don't care. People love Wu Tang. You can say whatever you want. Nah, they people love Tribe. You can say whatever you want. NWA is the greatest hip hop group of all time. Yep. I don't care what you say. If there ain't no NWA, what you there say. ain't no Tupac. Ain't no Mize. Snoop. Ain't no Snoop. Ain't, ain't no one. Nobody's gonna have that mindset of I'm gonna say what I want. I'm gonna show y'all how it's really going down in the hood. And the reason we talking about <clears> NWA. It's because they were inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Well, shout out to them well last deserving. week. So shout out to them, NWA. Who obviously. had the pleasure of doing that? Uh, Kendrick Lamar. Oh, Mr. yeah. Mr. Kendrick Lamar uh, actually right. you know, indi- inducted them into their into the Hall of Fame and uh, like gave a little speech and everything. It was really nice. Um, obviously, you know, black people can't do nothing uh, <laughs> without somebody coming out throwing some shade. Uh Congratulations to NWA. My my only thoughts is I don't even really want to say his name, but Gene Simmons, you need to shut up. That's my that's my opinion. Gene Simmons needs to shut up. I understand it's the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, but man, check oh, this. Man. We are Rock and Roll. NWA is Rock and Roll. It is Rock and Roll. NWA, they was like, look, they, we're gonna rebel. <clears throat> We're going to do what we want, and we're yeah. going to make great music. Right. If that ain't rock and roll, I don't know what no, it is. No, what that's, it is. What, that's what Ice Cube came out and said. Basically, like, rock and roll is not music. It's it's a, a culture. Right. It's the, it's the it's way you lifestyle. act. It's, it's the lifestyle. So just, well, if anything, Gene Simmons, you shouldn't be there because rock and roll was derived from Chuck Berry. Uh, it was stolen from Chuck Berry. <laughs> so let's so keep it Gene. Actually, <laughs> actually, NWA is 100% rock and roll because they're just descendants of Chuck Berry. Right. So technically, you shouldn't be there. Right. Run DMC. Put your tongue back in your mouth. Last year. Yeah. So I don't know what you're talking about. James Brown is rock and roll. Little Richard is rock and All roll. rock and roll. Like, it's so, not about the type of music you make. And I wish people would not... <clears throat> Try to like generalize it that way. Rock and roll really is a lifestyle. Rock hip hop today is what Rick, rock and roll was. Like oh, yeah. it was the number one genre, it was right. the most popular, most uh, you know influential. And so that's what it came down to. And Were you we influential? Didn't steal it. Yeah, and it's just authentic. It's just <laughs> show kids. didn't steal it. It's just kids that come <laughs> from nothing that discovered a talent to make music and right. create this global phenomenon. It wasn't taken from something that. It, that and it was derived from jazz and blues anyway. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, I mean? y'all just figured out how to play the. Not, y'all played the guitar a little bit louder, and that's Jimmy, it. Jimi Hendrix played it the best. So 
So, There's that. Yeah. <laughs> right. And, and, and what he said about Jimi Hendrix, he was like, is Jimi Hendrix going to be um, inducted into the Hip Hop Hall of Fame? He already is. <laughs> right. He it, is. Right. And if we had like a real Hip Hop Hall of Fame, I know they're trying to build one in, one in Harlem, coming. right? Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure Jimi Hendrix will be in there. He I'm is. Pretty sure he will. So and if Gene Simmons would have kept his mouth shut, he probably could have been in there too. <laughs> right, low key. Right. Nah, we know Gene Aerosmith, Aerosmith going to get in there because they had that Smith song with Run DMC. Nah, Gene Smith has been, he's been openly against hip hop yeah. for over 20, yeah. 20 years now. So Gene Simmons, shut the fuck up. He gets no love from over here. Nobody even like your music over here. Yeah. You, you were just a gimmick. Take the makeup off. <laughs> Go paint your music. face, man. Who likes your music without the makeup? Like You're a gimmick. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, shout out to NWA inducted into Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I'm gonna say that as many times. And the Kiss Mini Golf just got closed down out here too. So. Oh shit! Yeah. Uh, oh, did it? Yeah. The one that was like down the street or yep. whatever. Yeah. All right. Oh take well. That. Take that. Take that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So shout out to NWA. Um, that's a perfect segment into Schoolboy Q, man. Your boy Schoolboy Groovy Boy Tony. Q. Got some new music that dropped for us this week, man. That Groovy Tony. I think that shit came out like right after we did the show last week, and I remember yeah. the same Hane night with us. Yo, that shit, that shit was banger. Was I love Yo. the fact that Q, he's going to make something that don't sound like nothing else. Yeah. And he's raw, but he's still going to give you that West Coast gangster feel. Yeah. I love that music. A lot of people that ain't from the West Coast, they don't like that music. Yeah. I love West Coast love gangster how, music. I love how real his music feels, yeah. man. So authentic. And like, it's like everybody in, everybody from TDE makes like different, like it's all the same, but different music. Like it's all the same type of subject matter, but they all create it differently. And I yeah. love the types of artists they have on that label, and he really, he really hits, rap hits that lane. Every other rap group, they all sound the same. same. Yeah. They, all, <laughs> they all sound they, the same. Whoever yep. the lead guy is, that's the sound they kind of go with, and it's kind of right. derived from. But I mean, I, Schoolboy nah. and J Rock, I guess, kind of talk about the same to- topics, it's but no, it's, sound they, it's different. completely it's different sound sounds. Yeah, completely totally like, different. J Rock is more soulful. Yeah, Schoolboy is more gritty. Like he's super gritty, super from the gritty mud, from the dirt. Yeah, man, that groovy Tony. I didn't see the video yet. I didn't see the video yet, but I heard the song. I listened to the song a bunch. Yeah, the video is real cool. It's crazy. It it says Schoolboy Q all over. It just it screams his vibe. Is it better than the? uh, Remember what was his? Um, was it Hoover Street? Was it? Nah, you gotta watch it. It's crazy. It's right. Yeah, you got to watch like horror movies. Hoover Street video was dope. It's like horror movies. It's real okay. dope. Yeah. I'm going to check real it out. School yeah, Q-ish. If y'all haven't listened to that like, Groovy Tony, man, too, though. Yeah. look up weird. that Schoolboy Q, Groovy Tony. It's all over the place. Apple Music. I'm sure it's on Tidal and it's in Spotify. Uh, that, that Groovy Tony, man, that shit, that shit knocks, man. I, I love that shit. Now, um, I wanted to just basically tell y'all about that, but the main topic I want to talk about today, man, uh, as y'all know, that boy Drake from Toronto... Um, he announced his album finally. We got a date. We finally got a real date. It's gonna be uh, April 29th. Um, so I wanted to discuss this dude before we got to the 29th. Obviously, we're gonna give you all the review on that album because that's one of the to me that's the high, highest anticipated album of the year, uh, you know, from, from my standpoint. And so, um, I wanted to talk about it before we got there, uh, because he re- he's been releasing some music. He released four singles. Um, over the last couple months or so, oh, last two weeks or so, he released four singles. Mm-hmm. Um, but most recently, he had that pop style, which featured the throne. Um, and then he had that song it was "One Kanye Dance. West" and ten seconds of Jay Z. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna talk even. about that in a second because that shit pissed me <laughs> off. Uh, and then he had the "One Dance," uh, which featured somebody named Wizkid and and Kyla, who I don't I don't know who they are. Y'all know who they are. Y'all heard? Y'all yeah, familiar with Wizkid? Okay, okay. he been making a little bit of noise on the, yeah, on yeah. the underground. Now, was he even on that song? Because I don't remember hearing another dude on that song. Um, like I don't remember hearing him. 
I feel that's a fair uh, question because I didn't listen to the song because Jay Z was supposedly on uh, Pop Style. He wasn't really Fuck on that. Yeah. Shit. He, I don't he know he what need. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. I don't, I don't even know if he was on there. Yeah. I'm gonna have to go back and listen to maybe it. Maybe he maybe he wrote it. Mm. Uh, maybe. Anyways, uh, these two songs came out. I don't know, man. I didn't like them. They were whack. And I'm gonna tell you what I, I did not like. This probably, songs. this probably one day this might come back and bite me in the ass and kill my Drake feature. But <laughs> this shit was whack, dog. Like. I think he's at the point where he's getting away with his celebrity. Yeah. He's like, like, like we've been talking about Kanye. He's at the point he's getting away with his celebrity. Like he knows he could put out whatever he wants. Yeah. And he he knows what he's doing. It's, he's trying to get it played in the club. That's all he's trying to do. He wants to play in every single club. He want he knows his audience. They want this is the mute they want instead of challenging his audience and saying, No, listen to this. Yeah. And not knowing, like, bro, your audience will listen. If you got super introspective on your audience, yeah, your whole crowd would be introspective dudes carrying backpacks around and talking intellectual. Right. But he found figured out his audience. He can put out whatever he wants, and he knows whatever he, can do he it. wants. And he's riding away from 2015 again. Yeah, but that's all he. That's just weak, bro. It was so whack. I, like it, I hate it was so lazy. Artists. It was super lazy. Like the that verse was the worst verse I've ever heard Drake spit. Yeah. It was so trash. Like. I wear so many chains, call me Chaining Tatum. What the <laughs> fuck was that, bro? Well, that shit was so weak, he had to put out a new verse. He that put out, he put the song what? back out with new ver- with a new yeah, verse on that there. Shit was Look, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be naive, okay, and just say like, I hope those aren't album cuts. I hope I think not. they just songs that they he ended up on oh, iTunes to put out. Yeah, he put, he released them as singles. He releases everything though. Yeah, but he but put them shit for sale. Like, oh, well, they, like when he like, released Summer why? 16, he didn't release a, a Buy It Now link. He just released the song. He released Hopefully these as a buy it now. Well, maybe like, he could probably just be like, they're going to buy anything I want, anything I put out. So I'm just going to, I'm not. putting everything out for sale. But and then I understand, why would you like, release it? Like, yeah. Niggas don't care and about that. Was it pop style? I understand, like, no you know, more. Jay-Z, Kanye, together, yeah. they'll watch the throne. But I'm, I got confused when I first saw I was like, I was the like, throne. who's the throne? <laughs> right. I heard Kanye, and I was like, okay, Kanye's on here. I'm still waiting for the throne thing. Like, it's a new artist, maybe. I right. knew who the throne was, because I knew that's the actual name they went but by. But they never talked about show. going by that. Yeah. They did. Did they? You got to go back to that album time. But when the album they came out, it was called, it was Jay-Z and Kanye on the on the cover. They, they, it wasn't like, the, they, they, I remember by known, the throne. No, nah, I remember been, they said it, but. They've for going by the throne. That's their name. Like They've known for going by that. Oh, no. I confused the consumer. It's like, come on, man! You ain't you ain't really got the throne on this song. <laughs> you don't, right? Well, I mean, Jay Z wasn't really on the song. Like, yeah, one Jay-Z line. Jay Z so smart. I know he didn't do it for free. How much think he got for that one? Jay Z could have half a bar. Three hundred for it. Three hundred k for that. Is Jay Z? No. Probably got him to because uh, <laughs> Jay Z don't have a bar, bro. Jay Z don't need Drake. No, at all. He don't need. Drake. Okay, you know what I'm be mad about? Drake needs Jay Z more than Jay Z needs Drake. What I'm gonna be mad about? You know, every album Drake give us a Jay Z song, except for Take Care. I think that was the only one he didn't give us a song with Jay Z. Like, if this is the song with Jay Z, I'm gonna be pissed off. I'm cool with it because Jay Z no, wins. Because them songs be the best songs usually. They be the best. <laughs> and if this is right. the song that he gonna have on the album with Jay Z, I'm definitely not buying it's this horrible. shit. Jay Z wins. I love it. If Jay Z oh, got man. if Jay Z got paid for that. Well, yeah, oh, I know he wins, wins. but d- but I don't win. I want to hear a good fucking song. I don't want to hear Jay-Z say one fucking line and then the song over. I don't even think Jay-Z could have saved that damn song. That shit, that shit might have been, uh, been a drop. Like That might have been like like he did a song yeah, a long time ago. It, and he just yeah. like, Jay was like, look, lines. I ain't giving you no verse, but you can go uh, sample something. <laughs> or he probably had an old verse and was like, I'm going to put Jay-Z you just take on these here two lines. just to get more people to listen. Well, that shit made me. Yeah, I mean, it made me listen. 
Like I remember I was getting ready for work. I only reason I listened to it because I, I said, Oh, Jay on it? Yeah. I was getting ready for work. I was like, I gotta listen to this right now. This can't wait. <laughs> like this can't this can't wait. I gotta listen to this right now. And the call so talk about this at work. Jay Z and Kanye voice kind of sound the same on the song, so you don't even recognize the transition. <laughs> right. You don't even <laughs> no. see it. Yeah, if you like you will listen to that whole song a couple times and like not even remember that, that Jay Z was supposed to be on it. You yeah. would you would swear you heard a Jay Z verse. Now Kanye verse is kind of funny. Yeah, his verse is okay. He had a couple yeah. quotables. It wasn't the greatest, greatest. Like, it wasn't, miracle I mean, verse, but it was funny though. Even the name of the song whack though. Pop style. Pop style. Pop style. Like, like the hook didn't mean. Uh, the hook had no meaning to it. The beat was whack. That song was just. It so was something bad. that could have easily been on the future album, or if you're reading this, it's too late. It could have been one of them songs, but it was easily one of them. He he wants to throw out. He knows it's gonna get played. In the a lot of people season. like it though, but I'm I'm they like it because it's. Drake. I'm coming from a like I'm a Drake fan and I'm coming from a rap fan, and I remember a couple episodes ago I told y'all like Drake never made a bad song. Like he has never made a bad song to me, but now he's, he's made, made he made three of them. Yeah. He's made a couple of me. All three of these songs that like controller was uh, controller was whack to me. I can see people liking it, yeah. but that was whack to me. Uh, pop style was trash and fucking one dance. I would never play that. That was like a worse <laughs> version of um, I'm going home or what's the what was the shit? Uh, I better find your love. Maybe. Oh, that, like these are that was a worse version of those songs. Maybe. And those songs were cool, but Here's this was like a bad though. version of I that. Figured it out. Oh, what's happening? Drop it, it on this. Drop it. Figured it out. Drop it. Drake's nervous about views, so he what he's gonna do? I'm gonna set the bar low. Okay. So people don't like mm. views. The bar is already low, but if they love it, they're like, yo, he was just putting them songs out just to play with us. I want to talk about that because my expectations are really low now. That's After what him, it is. He knows it's working. that. If that's the case, it's working because my, my expectations are low now. I'm the opposite. So you hear like, that. When, when, like, when I think about views and like all the album and the music that's came out like this past year and all the time that Drake's had to sit and the success of Hotline Bling and the battle with Meek. I want to hear. I want to hear a great body of work, even from the title "Views from the Six. Like, he had I'm ready to hear. Like, though. I'm ready to hear that that fire. Like, yeah. technically, Drake hadn't had time to sit and write, make an album though. Like, when Kendrick got done with Good Kid, Mad City, and was touring, we didn't hear nothing from him. Right. Mm-hmm. Then the album came out. You know, I'm saying Drake been he put out two albums <laughs> yeah, since two, his yeah, last yeah. album. Yeah, he what a time to like be alive. Crazy. And and that um, he was doing a lot all of all stuff with to, with the Raptors. He was everywhere. Has he really had time to sit down and make a great album? I mean, he, he hasn't made, so make, we don't know if Drake can. They say he don't sit down and write anyway. So we don't think he writes. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they say. They say he's not the one sitting down writing. So I mean, I mean. But because I'm not going to say he doesn't have time to sit down and make a great album because Drake hasn't made a great album yet. So we don't even know if he can make a great album. But yeah. has he had time to sit down and make a good album? I know. But not. he pops shit so much like. Every verse he always talk about how he demand and how because he, he is mentally. I mean, he is he the man. He has the grasp. He right is, now. but I mean, He's that's winning. what I'm saying. He gotta, he gotta come with it. But I'm a rap purist, like I always say, and as a rapper, but he ain't winning he, shit. But does he right care now. about that? I don't think because we know the landscape of classic albums has changed. Does Drake care about having a classic album? He's like, I, I just know. need an album to go tour off of. I don't really know. Get y'all a few singles in the club. It's gonna be on the radio. It's about the it, for him. It might just be about the bottom line, which is that dollar. Right. But when it becomes that, then the music suffers to me. You know what I mean? Like, I'm but sure like care, though, all of our greatest ar- all of our greatest artists, they all want to make that money. You know what I mean? Yeah. But they don't sacrifice but the it's music. Time, like, and when they do start sacrificing the music, the fans you realize think, it. They think know about when Jay Z was in his peak. Yeah. He knew if I slip Yo, Eminem is out here killing it. Yeah. Nelly's out here killing it. Ja Rule's out here killing it. Yeah. I can't af- Ludacris was killing it. I can't afford Neither can Drake though, because first off, Kendrick has already passed him. I think more people respect Kendrick as an artist. Oh yeah, and J Cole anyway. and J Cole is right, and J. Cole's right on his heels. But Drake, and if he slip up, J Cole going, J Cole 
got that he got that light skin love. But Drake, you know what I mean? He can slide right in but and take Drake over the light skin and win everything. Drake as the superstar, no one's topping that. Like Drake can do whatever he wants. Yeah. We've seen Drake put out. I think I had trash. twenty million Instagram followers. I was looking the other day. I was like, that's, God, that's, damn. so he's going. Either way, his fans are going to eat up what he does. So he probably knows that. So he, the music sacrifice. I mean, I'm probably pretty sure Drake still loves making music. Yeah, but. Is it a concern for him to sit around like I gotta make a classic album? I'm gonna put out the music I, I want and my fans want to hear. Yeah, because I know they want to hear just bubblegum rap, and they want to hear a swagged out rap. I'm gonna give it to them. Yeah. Instead of saying no, I'm gonna challenge myself. I'm gonna challenge my audience, and we're gonna really challenge this culture because he's not doing anything innovative. Drake isn't doing anything nah. to change the scope of music. He right either now, taking somebody else's wave down. and making it better. Or uh, just what he's done, or just continue making his like that's all Drake has. Drake has, that's, and I'm cool with what that. What has Drake done as innovative since he started? Nothing. He's like Apple. We don't do anything technically innovative at Apple, <laughs> <laughs> but we take what's already out there and like swag it out all the way. Right, you know right, right. That's Drake is he. I'm pretty sure yeah. he took that model from Apple. Like, yo, yeah, take what's out there and just make it out. Yeah, he do work for the company. So. Yeah, I mean, yeah, his album's gonna be exclusively on Apple Music. Like as somebody that has Apple Music, that's finally, finally we got something that's gonna be exclusive to Apple right? Music. You know what I mean? Because title just been releasing everything for the first four days. But um, I so like yeah. the marketing for the album. Though, the little video he put out. Oh, the that video was dope. Was dope. That was dope. Video was dope. I know. The little Man, artwork just, looked dope. The views. Yeah. With the I hope you're right. I hope you're right about him setting the bar low. Because uh, now, like after I heard these songs that he's released, I'm just kind of like, yeah. Like I like Summer Sixteen Drake. A lot of people don't like Trap I like Drake, Summer 16. but I like Trap Drake. I like when Drake rap like that. It's not I like when he talks that shit. I don't get an authentic feel from it though. I like, I like when, when he, he talks like that. He rap it like that though. But that's what the consumer says. But do they, the but consumers they gotta, like I don't care. But what they gotta Drake realize does. that these songs are trash. But they can be like you know I don't mean? care. Like, Quinn Miller writes this song. It's Drake. Oh, I, I care like about that. That I do care about. That I care about. But what about the sixteen year old kid? That's Drake is all he knows. From, yeah, since he's been listening to rap. Oh, I know this. Like, I yeah, care. we are talking Drake about is my favorite rapper. Everybody born after nineteen ninety three. I know they don't care, but not, but, <laughs> but, but, shit, but this, I care. This kid was born in the two thousand. So <laughs> right, he really don't he care. Really don't oh, yeah. care. He's <laughs> like, man, I just like Drake. I just want to dance. I just want to turn up. Yeah, and that's it. I don't care who yeah. writes down rap. Drake, Drake is saying it. That's all they care about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, since we're talking about Drake, it's always best, you know. I we got a good, we got a very special guest that's gonna come on and talk to, talk about Drake. We got him on the phone. My man, he's a writer for HipHopDX.com, um, and they, he, you know, he writes the features. He's the featured writer, um, senior featured writer on there. So anytime there's like an interview, stuff like that, uh, we got my boy Euro Garrett on the line right now, and uh, we're going to ask some good questions. What's going on with you, Euro? Yo, what's good, man? What's up, man? What's up, man? Thanks, thanks for coming on, man. No problem. No problem. Thanks for having me. How y'all doing? I appreciate you coming on. Um, so I visit, I tell them I visit HipHopDX like every day. Um, that that's my number one website, and it's been that way for about eight years. I had a homie um, when I was going to school in Alabama that kind of put me on to it. Um, so tell us exactly, for those that don't know, tell the people exactly what you do over at HipHopDX.com. Yeah, man. So uh, I've been at HipHopDX for about, about a year, almost a year and a half now. Um, I am the uh, senior feature writer, so I handle all the interviews. Uh, you know, I handle pretty much interviews, reviews, right, right. Uh, the editorial content. Uh, every so often, you might see me bust out a news story, or you might hear me on some video for the next day. We, uh, you know, somewhere right there. I also do uh, photography, video for the site, whatnot, also as well. Right now, now when you um, when you do the interviews, you do the photography too, right? Like you take the pictures of the artists that you're interviewing. 
Um, what I want to ask you is ultimately, how do you feel like this helps or hurts the music industry when you have an artist that is in a position where he can't really do any wrong? Like, do you feel like that helps or, or hurts us as a culture in the music uh, industry? I think it does either. Uh, I think at this point, um, like, here's the thing about me, uh, which I, I don't pay too much attention as I should to, like, people like you or me or people that are really in the industry. I really pay attention to, like, what my friends and family care about. Right, like right. And it really dawned on me about Drake and his kind of iron, like, bulletproof role in, like, pop culture when most of the friends that I talked to about with the whole Quinn Miller, Mick Mill situation were like, they didn't even care if he wrote his <laughs> They just like his music. Right, isn't that crazy? Like, a lot of my friends didn't care either. Like, they really did not yeah, give a shit. Yeah, like, it didn't matter. So, at that point, I realized that, like, in hip-hop, we have this thing about being, like, the outside, if that makes any sense. Yeah. Like, what makes us cool is that, like, we're not a part of the majority. Right. But the realization is that Drake really proves that hip-hop is between, like, even if, even outside of Drake, like, even if you pay attention to, like, N.W.A. being indicted to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and the situation with Gene Simmons and all that, the situation oh, yeah. is that hip-hop is pop right now. Yeah. It's like the art of rap is like, of like, just the art of rapping or, like, rapping, whether you write it or not, is a part of the pop book, pop it's part of the pop delivery now. Is, so, right. everybody raps. You, you Like, everybody raps. Like, yeah. Miley Cyrus raps. Justin Bieber raps. They're pop. It just so happens that Drake, artistically and commercially, is at the top of that peak. Right. Yeah, man. Like, uh, we, we both from L.A., so we know, like, everybody raps. Yeah. <laughs> you everybody know raps. I mean? Like, everybody raps. Yeah. Even if, like, you know, like, even if you, you know... Even if you, like, I was watching, uh, like, I was watching, um, like, last year I wrote about watching, like, I was, like, really sick and high, and I was watching, like, Dog with a Blog on Disney Channel. Okay. And, like, okay. it was a scene, it was, like, about, like, a white family with a dog that actually had a blog. <laughs> What's the you show called? You know, when you be high, you can watch Dog with a Blog. Dog with a Blog. I'm gonna look this shit up yeah. now. Yeah, if you got like kids, if you know some like kids that are with the shit, that are like <laughs> under like kids, like around tennis, like that's like the shit. And like, <laughs> it was a scene, this is about a white family, and, like it was a scene where they're like beatboxing and rapping. Oh, shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's like, it's like, it's gotten to the point now, even if you pay attention to something like outside, like look at gospel. Like Lecrae is winning gospel awards. Yeah, so, because he raps. Grammy, winning Grammys for gospel awards. Yeah, like rap is everywhere. You know what I mean? Rap yeah. is hip hop is like everywhere. Yeah. So with that in mind, Drake is just really good. Is really good at is he's just really good as a pop artist. Like the thing is, you don't have to respect him as an MC. Yeah. You know what I mean? You don't have to respect him as an MC. However, as an artist and songwriter, and like as an artist and songwriter and like curator of music, you have to respect him on a pop level. I agree. I agree. That, those are my thoughts exactly. Like, because I'm a purist, so to me, it's like if you don't if you don't write your own bars, you ain't you ain't respected in my personal book. Yeah. But you can't deny the fact that this man has so many hits. Like. So yeah, many of them. And let's be honest, like, Hotline Ring last year was a pop phenomenon. Yeah, for sure. 
And so, shit, he, he I'm had like, a, I don't have like a, huh? He got fucking uh, Super Bowl commercials off that. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So it's like, as an MC in a traditional sense of hip hop, you don't really have to respect them. That's fine. Yeah. That's fine. Like there are plenty of artists that can that can fill that mode, aka Kendrick Lamar. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. With yeah. that real shit. You know, we got that's what we got him for. You know what right. I mean? That's cool. We we appreciate what Kendrick do and we love him and all that other stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's I, I always that's tell people. It's so many options out here that it's really no point in really complaining because there's so many different options to choose from. You you can find what you want, you know. So you know, and, and also it's also the fact that you know you looking at you listen to like you, you, and it's to, to make it really in, in perspective. Technically, just from a you know just from a critical standpoint, yeah. Drake has never really had a classic album nope. outside of maybe Take Care. That's what I just said, and that's what I always tell people. I don't even think Take yeah. Care was an album. I feel like a lot of people are trying to give them Take Care, but that's not an album. We always talk. That's not a classic to me. Not from a hip hop standpoint. Yeah, that's what, like I said. If there's two albums, to me, if there's two albums in the last two decades that are probably controversial in terms. If there's three albums to me that are very controversial, it's probably it's probably Take Care, Carter Three, and probably Eight Away from Heartbreaks. Those are like whether those are classics or not. You know what I mean? Those are yeah. all going to be debated because what's considered a classic has changed with what people perceive as hip hop over. I don't know. I don't think it's really changed. I don't, I don't think it's really changed. Like, to me, there's only been, like, one and a half hip-hop classics in the last 15 years. I don't know. Y'all could, y'all could chime in if y'all want. But to me, other than Good Kid, Mad City, that was, like, the only real classic to me. Um, and then maybe Forest Hills Drive, but that's because I'm a J. Cole stan. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, but even looking at Forest Hill Drive, I mean, I don't think anybody is really clever. Like, I don't think anybody is really clamoring to that like they are like good kids. I think they the, need to. Be. I think the reason why 2014 Forest Hill Drive is that people are in love with the narrative behind that. Yeah, it's relatable. Yeah, and the relatability more so than the actual merit of the music itself. I can see that. I can see that. Well, um, but but you know, talking about back to the Drake situation, just at a point, um, it's. At a point like, you know, you have you have pop stars, you know, I can go far as back as, you know, you can go as far as, like, look at a Britney Spears or Christina Aguilera, or, you know, you can go back to, like, uh, Phil Collins, you know what I mean, or something like that. It's right. like, some of these artists, they were, like, huge, they were huge fucking sellers, and pop culture phenomena, but that doesn't negate the fact that they actually didn't come out with, like, a body of work that we're going to be seeing on, like, the next 30 years from now, like on Rolling Stones, like top 100 albums of all time. You <laughs> right. know what I mean? You're right. You're right. Cause, um, well, because really all you really need is like a single or two to be a pop star. Yeah, I think, and like I said, I think the thing is that uh, even if you look at like artists like Beyonce, uh, Beyonce, like, I, Beyonce technically, regardless of who Beyonce is, she hasn't really come out with like a definitive body of work where people say, oh, this album is like the greatest album of all time. Uh, you might be right. Yeah, actually, I don't know. Kane here saying the first one, the 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 first album by Beyonce, "Dangerous in Love." Well, even if you look at that, like I'm just going by like critical analysis, and like yeah. I'm going by, I'm not, I'm not going by sales or whatever. I'm right, right, just, just from like general like, standpoint. Like, yeah. like, you, go you might be right like though. That and how people look at it, like those aren't really classic albums in the general sense. They might have classic singles. Yeah. 
Man, I but never I thought about that. Your classic body of work. You might have said, uh, you might have, made some though. people mad with that. You know, you know, the beehive yeah. gonna come for you now. Oh, I mean, I mean, hey, that's <laughs> life. Uh, but and also the fact is, like I said, I'm a huge Beyonce fan. So yeah, like, yeah. It's it's a different. Like I said, that's me separating like my fandom from like the reality. Yeah. No, I, 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 I think that's just something that we all have to do is like, you know, in this business, you have to separate like your personal taste away from what the reality is. For sure. For sure. I feel it. Oh, uh, yeah. So that's, that's pretty much what Drake's at. Drake is like, a, like, Drake is like a pop culture phenomenon. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I just, like, I feel like I can't wake up without seeing like a Drake commercial when I watch TV. You know what I mean? I can't <laughs> wake up. I can't listen to the radio without hearing like, a Drake verse. Something for, yeah, a Drake verse or something. Like, I yeah. can't, I can't even, you know what I mean? Like, I can't look online, you know, for to see what's going on without watching something about Drake. So exactly. it's like, all right, even my Twitter feed or Facebook feed. So it's like, Drake is a pop culture phenomenon. Like, right. he's elevated out of that. So. All right. And I, he's I, safe. And he's safe. He hasn't fucked up yet. <laughs> all right. He, he ain't really like. Stepped on nobody's toes yet to where we learned too much shit about him yet. Like he's just... Yeah, exactly. Like Drake is mad positive. You know, he's mad secretive and mysterious. Yeah. You know, he ain't like he ain't, you know, stopped the, you know, white chick from like grabbing her award at a war show. You know what I mean? <laughs> like he hasn't done anything crazy or stupid. He ain't done no Kanye why, like, shit is what you're saying. He ain't, he ain't done no Kanye shit yet. He's still in his lane. Yeah. I dig yeah. it. So it's like he hasn't fucked up morally yet. So if you have a mixture of that Along with just the hit, the hit making possibilities, like he's like bulletproof at this point. Right. Uh, the, but like you have to understand now that it's not more so about the music; it's about the brand. Yeah. And like his... it's about the brand, and the brand of Drake is freaking crazy. Yeah. Like Drake, like I remember, uh, I remember driving by La Brea Melrose for the uh, OVO. I was just so happy to be down there, and like he blocked off track. Like it was like people blocking off traffic to get there. Oh, I bet. And people were like paying like sixty dollars for socks. <laughs> for some socks. <laughs> for some socks. That's for crazy. some socks, yo. That's crazy. Just they got OVO and an aisle on them. That probably cost like ten bucks to make. <laughs> if that. that. That's if they made them in America. <laughs> exactly. So like, yo, Drake is like Drake. The brand itself is bulletproof because he's just made yeah. smart moves. Yeah, and that's why no one can win any battles against him. And Meek Mill needs to just wave that white flag. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but even the whole Meek Drake thing, I find it's like for me, like just looking at it and how I thought it's really, it, it's really more so. It wasn't really about who was better. Like I mean, I know this record, so like back to back. Yeah, those weren't those weren't really like, this record. Yeah, it was like, but I think part of it is again like Drake's brand itself, like Drake, oh. like. Hey, I honestly, still play that song like, all the time. Life really. I still play that song all the time. Yeah, you know, it's like, you know, I, I remember playing them back to back being played at a strip club. I was like, wow. <laughs> like, yo, wow. Yeah. Um, but I think the thing is that, you know, nowadays it really is like it's about the brand. And the the brand, like, the it's like, it is legitimately like the, the Drake question Meek Mill battle was legitimately about, like, it was, it was like, was that that Apple, made it? It was like Apple versus like Android, or it was like. <laughs> I wouldn't even. Like, I wouldn't even give Meek Android, man. <laughs> it was like window, like a Windows you know phone. I mean? It was like Drake got like 
fifty million fucking Twitter followers and shit. And Drake right. had, I mean, I mean, Drake had like fifty million like Twitter followers and like Meek Mill had like one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like one million. And I was coming Nikki. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know I mean, so I it's like it. it was, it was so even if like even if Meek Mill was like philosophically right and going at Meek Mill after feeling kind of slighted with the whole Quinn Miller situation. Sometimes, yeah, like, Meek Mill is a perfect example of sometimes, regardless of if you're in the right, just play pussy. Yeah, exactly. That, those are my thoughts exactly. Pussy. Yep. Yo, take your lick. Take your lick. I know he was <laughs> mad. I know, and he rightfully so. Like, I'd be mad too if I paid like $300,000 for a Drake verse that really wasn't a Drake verse. Right. Yeah. Like, I feel some type of way too. However, sometimes with certain people, you just gotta play pussy. Yeah, man, take take them radio spins and keep it moving. Yeah, take the radio <laughs> spins and keep it moving. That's all you can do. No doubt. You're all, I appreciate you coming on, man. No problem. I, I definitely no appreciate problem. you. Uh, anything you want to tell the people where they can find you? I already told them hiphopdx.com. Anywhere else they can find you? Anything? Yeah, man, uh, you know, you got hiphopdx.com. Uh, if you want to see kind of like my history of work uh, over the past, like, three or four years, I got eurog.com. That's my portfolio site. Uh, I'm on Twitter, you know, Euro G, Instagram, Euro G, three, two, three. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty much it, man. No doubt, man. Once again, I appreciate you, brother. Uh, when you come to Vegas, we got to have you in the studio, man, for sure. Yeah, man. For All sure, right. for sure. For All right, sure. mate. All right, Thanks man. for inviting me. Thanks for having me. You guys yeah. have a good day. No doubt, man. You too. All right, man. So we're going to go right into You Ever Heard Of, man, after that. Thanks again to my boy, Euro. Shout out to Euro. Um, shout out to Euro, man. Euro Garrett. If you guys, please check out Hip Hop DX, man. Like I, that, that really is like my number one website, man. That's like the only hip hop website I go to. I go to Pitchfork every now and then, but like uh, Hip Hop DX, DX is, is it? Yeah, that's that's it for like hip hop news, new singles, everything. Uh, you can find a lot of upcoming artists, which is why it's good that we talk about you ever heard of, man. Because uh, I got this dude. His name is Dub, man. I know I keep giving West Coast artists. I don't mean to. Yeah, you I do. I don't mean to yeah, show so much West Coast bias. You do, but you it do. keeps happening. Nah, cause you uh, held Davies down. Man. I did, yeah, you I did. did. You held Davies, Davies down. down, yeah. So, so yeah, y'all, y'all gotta back up off me. But this week it's my man Dub from Inglewood, um, and that's where I was born and raised. So I gotta show some love to Inglewood artists. Um, he has a lot of work. Uh, he he had a, a mixtape a couple years ago called um, uh, what's it? What's that shit called? Damn, see now I can't even remember because I got so many uh, albums in my head right now. Never content. That was what it was called. Never, Never content. content. Um, and he had a bunch of dope records on a lot of good features. First time I heard of Dub, he was on a song with Game um, on that Year of the Wolf album. And he he had was couple, on there. He, he, he did tracks. a video with him, too. Yeah, he had a couple tracks on that Year of the Wolf. And so he's released a lot of music. He had Never Content. That was like the first album I heard from him. And then he had Perfect Timing. And his most recent one is Soul of a Panther, where he's like really speaking on a lot of like social issues and shit. So um, check out Dub. I'm going to put something in the uh, playlist for y'all to check out with Dub, D-U-B-B. Um, follow him on Instagram. Check out his music. He's a dope artist. Um, and the number one song I'm gonna have y'all check out. It's called California. It's uh, featuring Scheme and Glasses Malone. That's the first song I want y'all to check out from Dub. So he be that's slipping on Glasses Malone. Though. Yeah, Glass Malone out here getting that money too. Low key slipping on. Yeah. Low key. Yeah, Glass so Malone, that's, a real G. That's my you ever heard of for the week. What y'all y'all got mm. anything for us this week? This week anything? Hey, nah. before you go, I don't know. Do you have something this week, Kane? I don't. All right, I'm you don't. I'm you don't. I'm but on it right now, that uh, that um, last week, Terrace Martin. Yes, that Terrace Martin. Tell you that shit is smooth. Yeah. What? Yo, yeah. if you okay, so like, if you ever need to play something and you got to do some work, 
Like for me, when I listen to music, usually it take away. Like I start singing the song and yeah. I can't focus on what I'm supposed to be it's working on. Don't even know Yo, you don't it. you don't even realize like you know it's on because you can feel it, but it don't disrupt. I what told you, you me and my girl was having a conversation in the car. I didn't even I knew the music was there, but yeah. it didn't distract us from the yeah. conversation. The ride was just smooth. For whatever yeah, reason. yeah. The that Terrace Martin, leaving. that Terrace Martin. I do uh, got I do got one. Smooth. It's not hip hop because I'm, I'm on it right right now. Yeah, I yeah. Got, man, I'm so excited to start releasing this music for y'all. But it's not hip hop. It's a for. A lot of us that grew up in the early 2000s, our parents, we might be listening to this, but Tweet. Tweet. Oh, yeah. Has, has a new album called Charlene. When yeah. I tell you, it's just a, it's almost like the Terrence Martin, except she got words to it. Okay. It's just like feel good music, man. It's like it's the R&B that I love hearing. Yeah, yeah. I want to listen to it. I don't want to hear about heartbreak. Didn't Missy like produce that? Missy's on one, on one song. It's yeah. hard. Missy killed it. Yeah. The whole song is just dope. But it's the music I, I want to listen to. I don't want to hear about you fucking bitches and you <laughs> cheating and y'all popping pills and drugs. Like, this is how y'all want y'all women. Y'all want to smoke weed with y'all women and, like, fucking I mean, argue and fucking smoke weed and I mean, pop pills. and Depends on what's happening. You. I'm fucking your best friend. Like, excuse me all the language, but this is the, this is the music the kids are listening Damn, to. Damn, what y'all listening to? Bro, this is all. What are y'all listening to I ain't going to say no names on the radio, on the, on the show, but y'all, any popping R&B artists, this yeah. is what they talk about. But, like, yeah. I want to listen to music about making women feel good. Yeah. You know what I'm that's saying? That's why I like Eric Bellinger, man. My girl started to listen to Eric Bellinger. Like real love. Yeah. Now, that's what I want. Like, oh, I, yeah. His brother-in-law is a pastor, that's what too. I, so. That's what I grew yeah. up seeing. Yeah. I grew up seeing my dad and older kids. Like, when they want to get a girl, they got fly. They may wrote her love letters. Like, they talked to her a certain way. And, like, men actually pursued women. Yeah. Like, it's like... Nah, I'm gonna kick it with my niggas. Nah, I don't think we doing fucking. <laughs> like, no, I want to be with you. And I, I remember in high school. It's what like, are y'all listening why, to? Why you talk like that? Nah, nigga, I'm gonna. <laughs> that's how they talk. That's how the kids talk. I don't know why they weird, but <laughs> but like even in, I remember in high school. I don't know about y'all. Yeah. Like I could be hanging with my homeboy for like, yo, I got my girl with me because yo. If anything, I'm stunned. Cause it's my girl. Like I'm you even have, <laughs> you even have to girl. have a reason. Oh, nigga, y'all want to hang out? I'm gonna hang out with my girl anyway. Yeah. Like dudes were like, they were like, I'm hanging with my niggas. I ain't hanging with you this week. Like I want to listen to music that celebrates when women are so yeah. beautiful, dog. Like every aspect of a we woman do, is We're gonna do a relationship show one of these. We days. got to. I, I, really, I got some girls in mind to come on the show with us, and we'll and talk really about some relationships. Talk that shit. talk. They're saying women don't. I think I guess maybe it's the fatherless or motherless women that's into that. Damn. Like, Damn. It gotta be can't, what it can't, is. Can't get deep. Damn. <laughs> I'm, I'm just confused out we here. We started like, out talking about Tweet album. I forgot the name of the album now. It's called Charlene. <laughs> Charlene. It's really about like s- serenading your woman and not trying to finesse your woman. And like you really appreciate women. You yeah. appreciate what they go through. That Charlene album is for you. Yo, Charlene. It's the bomb. Yo, Tweet and her voice. Right. She it's had for, the, it's she for had the adult. Step, it's for the adult listener. Not adult. Like. Just the mature. The mature. I actually care about a woman that like. I feel you. I'm not just going to, like, fuck you and dog you. All right, all right. So we got Dub. We got Tweet. What you got for us this week, Sorrell? You know what? Kane helped your boy out because this transition is going to be nice and smooth. Okay. But this week, you know, every week I give you guys, you know, a new upcoming artist. But um, I just wanted to take it back this week. So I'm going to give y'all, have you ever heard of my man, John B? John B. And a song called They Don't Know. (laughs) Yo, the other day. I had John B. last for like two days so straight. Apparently, we're just trying to talk about artists that the young listeners may not have heard of. No, I just want to put them on to something like, like how Kane said, like, yo, you listen to this John B., he going to make you want to go out there and be like, instead of being like, yo, ma, you might say, excuse me. What? You know? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? That's what you're going to do. Yeah, that's, that's funny you say that, because when, when I was going to school in the South, I remember hanging in with some of my homies out there, and like, I'm from a big city, so like, 
girls on the West Coast don't play that shit. Like, you're not going to just step to a girl like, what up, ma? Yo, what up? What up? Hey, hey, hey. You know what I mean? Like, girls will be like, nigga, leave me the Why fuck alone. Yeah, like, get out of here. I ain't your yeah, mama, nigga. Right. Get out of so, here. So, like, but down south, like, a lot of my homies out there, like, that's how they would approach Women, I'm, oh yeah, it's, it's and twisted. I, and I had to tell my dude. I remember this is like this is a long time, like eight years yeah, ago. I remember. Hey, watch, homie, I was watch, telling him. Watch. I was like, dude, I was like, she not gonna come over here if you just say, hey. He's like, well, that's how we do it in North Carolina. I'm like, nigga, she's not going to come. Oh, over. Like we were in Atlanta, we were chilling in Atlanta. I'm like, she's not gonna come over. Like yeah. she just because we in the South still. Like she may not be from here. She's not gonna come over here. And she never came over there. I'm like, nigga, just go up to her and say hello. Like right. what's so what's so hard about just saying hi? Hi, hi. <laughs> like, how are you? How you right. doing? How are you doing? Do you mind? Is it okay if I talk to you? Like, don't just say a. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. you can't do that. Yeah, you can't do yeah, that. Yeah, can't do but that. But John man. B. Man, he got uh he got hits too. And that, John that B. Was, whole, that first album is crazy. John B. Was the dude. He was a uh, he was the original like you know white boy that was that was, yeah. that was serenading like, all the white <laughs> yeah. all the black girl was like I don't mind dating this white boy. Yeah, and this was this was like early nineties, early nineties. Yeah. John B. Like he had because he wasn't from the U.S. So it's yeah. kind of weird. Like he white and he not from the U.S. <laughs> yeah. I, I could do the white part, but the U.S. Thing, I ain't moving overseas. Was he from like, like Australia or yeah. something? Like He's Australian somewhere. I think. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. But John B. He was cool, man. He had like the fade. He had a little beard going on. He even had, had like beautiful black him, women in his videos. He's yeah, still around. He He's face. still around though, because uh, we He's talked about Eric Bellinger. He had a song with Eric Bellinger that was actually dope. I'm gonna save it because I'm gonna mention it later on another you ever heard of Eric Bellinger, but. Yeah, like John B's still active and he probably still writes. He probably writes for people. And like, he had Babyface yeah. in his corner too. That's yeah. No, that's John the B was ultimate. Dope. John, love so song they did writer. someone to love. John, John, John Baby B was dope. So you you're doing Ooh. the they don't know. What you're doing they don't know? Classic. He doing a classic they you ever heard of? All right, all right. That's what's up. So uh, that's Damn. all you ever heard of? <laughs> Y'all young mother. Oh, maybe jump out. Yo, we gonna talk about R and B one day. Talk about we got like real R and B, not this new millennial R and B. Y'all niggas, y'all. I think have y'all gay. Can't be going time. in on the on the young ones, but I like the new R and B nigga. Some I of like, them cool. I'm a, big, cool. I'm a big Trey Songz fan. I love Trey Songz. I gotta like, talk about Trey Songz too. So my girl, right, we go, we go get, we into go it. get deep. You gonna have to get deep on this? No, oh, just real quick, just real quick. <laughs> all right, all right. So my my girl, she's a true old soul. Like the music she loves is like because her dad, she grew up around music, so she listens to like a lot of '80s R and B, '70s R and B, right, right, '90s stuff. And we actually we went to a Trey Songz concert together, and it was jamming, yeah. like. It was a Trey Song Usher and Miguel, and his band was actually better than Usher's band. Yeah. And she saw Trey this past week at Dre's. Yeah. And she even she was like, yo, I love Trey Song's early stuff. Like, I can't help but wait and stuff like that. Yeah. And he was like, he talking about what everybody else talking to. He's like an older statesman, elder statesman now. Yeah. And he's kind of like thinking down to their level. I think that's what we run into. We I have like, older I like Trey Song's. I like all his music, though, man. Some of the stuff is cool. I like, I like Trey Song. I like some of his stuff. But I think... Not just in R and B, but rap, yeah. and like just in life itself. I think mm-hmm. the older dudes are stooping down to younger dudes' level instead of the older Great dudes name. showing. Yeah. Like yeah, look yeah. at Kanye; he's stooping down to the kids' level. I'm like, yo, what's that fine to the line? Kids. You got to ride that line between making hit records and selling records and, and still being like, I'm the don of this. Yeah, yeah. You know so, what I'm saying I mean, it's kind of difficult. I mean, shit. No one ever yeah. gave uh, R. Kelly a hard time. Hey, they giving him a hard time now. You see really? some of the clothes he be wearing? <laughs> that Yo, nigga. R. Kelly be out here looking <laughs> foolish, boy. I, I haven't seen R. Kelly in a minute. Yeah, that Kelly's be out here looking he's foolish. Still be, he Yo, still be that singing nigga. that shit as if he's 22. You would think that nigga is 22 years old. Yo, that Yo. nigga dressed like he's 17. <laughs> and not like hey, the cool man, kid care, 17. No, I that's love R. Kelly. Like, it's like, not like the cool kid in school. It's nigga like the nigga that's just trying too hard. And he don't care. 
I don't see, I haven't seen R. Kelly in a minute. Just Google Kelly. <laughs> R. Kelly 2015, 2016. All I know is R. Kelly the king. He yeah, the king. he is. Yeah, he, yeah, he hard. <laughs> hey, can you remember this, Rough Ends? The Rough Ends? <laughs> rough Ends? Oh, the group? man. These, yeah, I, these had that joint Someone to now. Love? Yeah. Woo! Yo, this Yo. week in hip hop history, I'm talking about old music. This week in hip hop history, they Jay acting like uh, he just don't. He just too cool to listen. to Hey, old I listen to. He, I he still one of them niggas that want to pop pills and smoke weed. Yeah, take pictures with his. I don't be out here doing all these drugs. take pictures with his fingers over his face, like that Mike Epps. Like that, like that Mike Epps joke where we're talking about these kids out here on everything. Like nah, I ain't out here on no drugs or none of that. No, did you see the? It was a special. He was talking about like women from the seventies and women from the eighties. And he was like, nah. "You women from the nineties ain't shit. Y'all don't cook, clean. Y'all can't fuck." Y'all can't. <laughs> <laughs> Mike Epps still yeah, funny, y'all man. Is that nigga. <laughs> uh, we gonna talk about actually um, my Mike Epps next week though, because I want to talk about like some black films and stuff. Because we do have a big black film coming out this week. Uh, Barbershop is coming out Classic. this Friday. This, uh, Not this one Friday, so movie. Please check out Barbershop three. If you haven't seen the other two, you probably just uh, you one of them young ones, and you need to go see I'm Barbershop one that, that saw the best man two, but ain't see the best man one. Oh, like, come, how on, is that now? come on now, what? come how on is that now, what? get on Netflix and watch like, the best. You don't man even first. know the whole story. Come like, on, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, uh, we're gonna talk about black films a little bit next week. Um, this week in hip hop history, though, we do have uh, Happy Birthday to Q Tip. He turned forty six on the tenth of April. Um, it's been a lot of, we talked about Tribe Called Quest a lot the last couple of weeks. So, happy birthday, Q-Tip. Um, happy 52nd birthday to Biz Marquis, um, the legend, um, on, on April 8th. Yeah, you still see him every now and then. He'll pop up across your Instagram or something. He, out Yo, he killing parties, still. too. Yeah. Um, happy 43rd birthday to the uh, timeless one, The Pharrell. vampire. Yeah, the vampire, Pharrell. <laughs> Drinking virgin I don't know if he's 43 or 23. Yeah. Uh, you can hold up a picture of him and try to figure out for yourself, but they say he's 43. I hear drinking virgin blood. That's what they say. Yeah, they say he's 43. A lot of people say it, though. <laughs> he might be 103. We taking, just don't know. Taking souls from the young <laughs> and shit. Uh, so, yeah, happy birthday to Pharrell. Um, and then we had Nas released I Am, which I think is one of the most underrated albums um, in hip hop. Let's talk about Nas. So I was doing do a Nas appreciation. I think show Nas only had. I saw Nas uh, at Dre's uh, two weeks ago. Yeah. Um, it was really a, a surreal <coughs> thing to see Nas on stage. It was just so I don't know. It was weird. Like I've seen Jay Z perform, and so that and that was weird for me the first time I seen him. And so seeing Nas perform it was just so like. I meant I, Nas. I couldn't believe what I was seeing. And I know a lot of people in the club are like a little younger, so they may not have really cared. I don't know. But like to, I looked around and there was a lot of older people there. Like I we were felt, all just glued to the stage. Like, like, like I kind of felt the that God. Way no, when day. you see certain people up close, because you know it was a nightclub, so you could get real close to the stage. Yeah. It just felt so like I'm really looking at Nas right now. I'm here and with I, him. And I didn't have to pay five hundred dollars. Like it yeah. was just it was just weird. So yeah, shout out to Nas. Nas released I Am, one of my favorite <clears> hip hop albums <throat> show. Um, April 6, 1999. Um, and then we had the single Deep Cover by uh, Dre and Snoop that was released um, in 1992. That was the introduction to Snoop right there. Yeah. The first song Snoop we ever heard Snoop on, like on exactly. the mainstream level. Yeah. Exactly. And it was hard. Exactly. So, um, yeah, that, that's it for the week uh, hip hop history. Um, before we get out of here, my shout out, I'm just going to give a shout out to Bomani Jones one more time <laughs> uh, for my shout out this week. Um, and then, like I said, go ahead and visit Stateline Clothing at welcometostateline.com. Use Hot 16. At the checkout for a nice special little discount. Y'all got any shout outs this week for us? Yo, this week, um, you know, I'm gonna go ahead and shout my man DJ Khaled out. He just signed up. Uh, we the best and to Epic oh, Records. Yeah. yeah. Records. Um, There's a lot a of people, they count, Finally, they count uh, DJ Khaled out, man, but he's out here working and yeah. outworking a, a lot, lot of people. people. They say, a lot of people. They say there's a song. 
Future and Jay Z. Yo, future. by DJ Cal. DJ oh, Cal. he yeah. said he got verses in Future. Future and Jay Z. Yeah, Khaled said he we got some. He said he got some heat. I'm interested in hearing that, even though I'm not a big Future fan. I understand the future. I'm kind of rooting though. for future now because of designer. Yeah, he like trying yeah, to troll future now. That shit, uh, that shit makes me that's mad. That's these young niggas I born out of '93. Swagger jacking that bullshit. These niggas weird, Man. bro. You know, that is funny. You're right though. Like now, I, I find niggas. myself rooting for future too because I'm like, yeah. I don't, I don't okay. I'm not okay with the swagger jacking bullshit. And that, that's a different type of swagger. That's like, yeah, just blatant. I'm gonna just turn yeah, into I'm, you. I'm, yeah. I'm gonna turn into you. the nigga too. Like, you co-signing this shit? Like knowing how it was for you to get in the industry and what. You 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 had to be original. Yeah, you had this to create is, your own lane. This the shit you vouch for. Like, yeah. I can't respect that. Can't dog. respect it. I don't like they, it. The kids born in '93, they weird as hell, bro. They, no, they have no respect. <laughs> and he at all. he sucks at performing. I've been kind of checking designer out to like see how his stage. Bro, it's his first song. He he, he got does, one song. He doesn't know I, how I think to he released something new, but I don't care what it he's was. He's not an but. artist yet. He's not an artist yet. So everything he does is gonna suck except this one song. That song ain't even all that good. Yeah, well, it's only good because that same night I went and saw Nas, they played that shit. Niggas was good. They crazy. Hard, they be hard to it. I'm thinking like, y'all but are did, y'all are co-signing this bullshit. Like, I understand <laughs> it might be a cool beat and everything, that's it. but like, okay, do you like the beat? Or but you like the if song? y'all like Future, you can't like this. That's my, that's my feelings. Like, right. if you're a Future fan, if you I cannot future, support this. Everywhere I go, I'm performing the shit. <laughs> oh, oh, that would be, be sick. Hey. That would be sick. But Future don't give a fuck about him. Future but that would be dope if Future started doing that. Start performing the shit like, oh yeah. Pen. They ain't gonna know. Spin to it. If you ain't never heard the song, you'll assume it's his song anyway. You know, or like, oh, this like, that new future? Okay. Or just make my own, add my own verse to it and take his off and just jack the beat. Like, nigga, you can jack me. I'm <laughs> jacking him. I'm going to figure out how to steal it from you and then make money off of it. Right. <laughs> right. So, yeah. All right. So, yeah. Shout out to DJ Khaled. I want to hear that Jay-Z future. That's going to be crazy. Uh, Man, I want to give a shout out, man, to everybody that doubted any of us in this room. Yeah. Even right? the people that ain't, like, blatantly came out and doubted us. Like, the people that say they fuck with us. But... Won't support us, and I can't wait for y'all to for the shit on oh, y'all. Oh, all it's going to happen. All it's going to happen. Y'all don't even know. Y'all, the stuff we cooking up, we masterminding yeah, we got right a lot now. of stuff for y'all. That come y'all don't even summer. understand. You, if you ain't on board now, I'm gonna tell you right now. When I get money, I'm act brand new. <laughs> I'm telling you right now. I'm gonna act he, brand he, new. He, he warning everybody. I'm just to let you. y'all know so you ain't on board. Hey, Jay Z right got a line that said, "I ain't come this far to say the same." same. Exactly. They can say so. I changed, but I ain't come this far to say. See, Jay Z said it modestly. I'm telling you now. I'm going to act brand new. <laughs> Just because I'm gonna remember how you treated me getting to this point. Oh man, that that's plain riled up. So that's get it. with us yeah, yeah. or get left because you you when you guys listen to this podcast, you guys are listening to greatness. Yeah, Whether we you support everybody. Not, we support small businesses. Yeah. Like anybody, if you got a small business, you want to come on the show, support. Like reach out to us, Hot Sixteen Podcast. Maybe we'll have you on. Like. It's all it's and all love, it's man. All love. It's all love. Anything and, to push the culture forward, and we, man. And we're young black men out here just trying to do something positive, man. We can be out here in the streets hustling, but we wake up every day. We still go to work, but we find time to do something positive with our life. Give you all some yep. content, yeah. Too. Trying to encourage other people to do great things in their lives. You know what I'm saying? And we just want people to support us because we want to give this love back out to other people. We do want to thank the people that do listen. Thank you so Shout much. Shout out for to y'all. Yeah, we man. love the we love. Love y'all, man. Been with we love it a lot. Yes. But uh, we growing though, and like, please just keep sharing it with people. Um, shout out to my boy Euro for coming on the show. We do appreciate it. Um, and you know, you guys can find us online, Hot Sixteen Podcast, Instagram, and Twitter. Reach out to us, DM us, retweet us, send us ads, whatever. We'll we'll, we'll speak back to y'all. Um, please like, comment, and review the show um, if you're on iTunes and if you're on SoundCloud. And uh, yeah, like we always say, there's a weekly playlist. We always got a playlist for you guys to. Um, 
check out after you listen to the show. That'll be in the show notes as well. We are available on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Stitcher Radio. This has been another episode of Hot 16. We will talk to y'all next week. Thank you again. Yeah. I might change my phone number now just to get it started. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> awesome 16. <laughs> <laughs>